olvides que este audio viene con la transcripción completa. Más información al final. Diálogos en inglés 44. The power of now. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Dialogues in English podcast. How are you, Isabel? I'm very good, Philip, and you? I'm very well, thank you. And today we're talking about a really fascinating topic. We're talking about The Power of Now. It's a very famous book by Eckhart Tolle. And we're going to read a little bit of the book and we're also going to talk about some of the lessons we've learned from this book because we're, we're big fans of this book. And we want to recommend it to you. Pero antes de empezar, no olvidéis que Amigos Ingleses está colaborando con Italki. Mm -hmm. Y Italki es una página web en la que puedes encontrar un profesor nativo y puedes reservar una clase eh, para recibirla desde tu casa o desde cualquier parte. Es una clase totalmente personalizada, únicamente tú y tu profesor. Mm -hmm. Y además, por comprar tu primera clase, Italki te va a regalar créditos para otra clase gratis. ¿Y cómo pueden conseguir esta oferta, Philip? Pues tienes que ir a amigosingleses.com barra italki y allí puedes registrarte y, y mirar los profesores que hay y mejorar tu inglés. And many people have signed up already from Amigos Ingleses and they've told us that they're, they're really enjoying using the service and yeah, learning a lot. Yeah, they found some great teachers, uh, lots of interesting people there as well because yeah. you can have a teacher from anywhere in the world. Yeah, check it out if you haven't already. Now, let's begin with this podcast. We're talking about the power of now. So, Philip, what is this book? What is the power of now? Well, the power of now is a very, very famous book. It's a best-selling book. I heard about it first from my mother. She recommended it to me, but I didn't. I didn't read it immediately. Um, it wasn't until a few years later that I I saw it again. You should always listen to your mother's advice. <laughs> Adv <laughs> advice. Ah, uh, yeah. You should always listen to your mother's advice. Yeah, advice is incontable in English. Yes, I know. Well, I I did listen to it. I just um took a while to to sit down and read it. Um, so, yeah, I read it uh, a while ago now, and I've also listened to the audio version, and you've read it, have you? Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I did, yes. Yeah. I think it has changed something inside me. Yeah. I am a different person now. Yeah, it's pretty pretty powerful book. and um, Yeah, that's why it's called The Power of Now. It's pretty powerful stuff. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward, but we live in such a busy world yeah. that we don't realize mm -hmm. uh, what there is inside us. Yeah, and so what is this book about? What does it teach us? In the book you find lessons and some meditation exercises. Or mm -hmm. It's basically about uh, positive thinking about your life and about not letting your mind control you and staying in the present moment, enjoying every moment without focusing in the past or in the future. Focusing on focusing. the past or focusing on the future. Yeah, exactly. And um, So uh, it will be a very helpful book uh, for people who feel a bit stuck or who had 
some bad experience in the past or some people that feel like they need to wait for some specific moment to to come in order to be happy yes or uh, also people who have anxiety or a lot of worry yes uh, or just people who are interested in meditation and a spiritual guidance yes so basically it's a spiritual guide so i'm going to read a little extract from the first chapter of the book to give you a taste of what this book is like so here we go a beggar had been sitting by the side of the road for over 30 years what is a beggar isabel is someone who is asking for money in the yes. street so mm -hmm. to beg uh, means suplicar yeah and so a beggar had been sitting by the side of the road for over 30 years one day a stranger walked by spare some change mumbled the beggar mechanically holding out his old baseball cap some spare change means uh, si tienes algo de dinero suelto yeah spare some change some coins no yeah I have nothing to give you, said the stranger. Then he asked, What's that you're sitting on? Nothing, replied the beggar. Just an old box. I've been sitting on it for as long as I can remember. Ever looked inside? asked the stranger. No, said the beggar. What's the point? There's nothing in there. Have a look inside, insisted the stranger. The beggar managed to pry open the lid. With astonishment, disbelief and elation, he saw that the box was filled with gold. I see. So I think uh, the author of this book... The author. The author. Author. So I think the author, author. of this book... The author. Author. <laughs> author. Yeah. The author of this... Is that correct? Author. I think the author... That's difficult. You don't need to pronounce the R. A ver. Author. The author. Yeah. Author. The author. Oh. Author. 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 Yeah. The author. Yes. Oh my God, it's, it's so difficult. difficult one. The author of this book is the stranger mm -hmm. in the story. And he's uh, telling you that even if you believe there is not much inside you, you just have to... Stay quiet for a moment, look inside and find how much you have. Yes, I think the author is using this short story to show us his relationship with the reader. So we, the readers, are the beggar and he is the stranger asking us to look inside the box. This short story shows how people are always searching for happiness outside themselves and looking and waiting for happiness to arrive. But mm. actually, if they just look inside, it's there already for you mm. to to enjoy. Yes, you always uh, try to to fulfill yourself with external things. No? You mm -hmm. try to find pleasure and happy happiness from things that are around you, like, for example, uh, some en entertainment, food, some pleasure, no? Material People go items. to a spa, they go shopping, they try to fulfill themselves with this, but you don't really need any mm -hmm. of this. Your happiness is, is inside, doesn't come from outside. Exactly, yes, yeah. Okay, and there's another uh, short extract that I'd like to read, which I think... Um, 
summarizes what this book is really about. And it says, the beginning of freedom is the realization that you are not the possessing entity, the thinker. Knowing this enables you to observe the entity. The moment you start watching the thinker, a higher level of consciousness becomes activated. You then begin to realize that there is a vast realm of intelligence beyond thought, that thought is only a tiny aspect of that intelligence. You also realize that all the things that truly matter, beauty, love, creativity, joy, inner peace, arise from beyond the mind. You begin to awaken. Usually we live, uh, we live our lives and uh, our mind is constantly running. You have thoughts yes. every second coming to, to your mind, even when you are having a shower or cooking dinner or you're walking in the street and you are constantly thinking, I need to do this. And oh no, this, this happened yesterday. Oh, that's horrible. And yes. uh, you feel uh, stress, stress and anxious. No, but when you realize that this is your mind trying to, to control mm-hmm. yourself, when you just see these thoughts coming and you are aware that this is just your mind uh, playing some kind of game, mm. then it's like if you separated yourself a little bit from it yeah. and you are just an observer. So it's like quietness come yes. into your your mind. Yeah, I think that's one of the most important lessons from the book, being conscious of your thoughts. Mm, this has really changed me because I had never realized about this very simple fact. Yeah, because we are so identified with our minds. We think that we are our thoughts, Mm. but in fact, there is a a higher level of consciousness that you can access if you become the observer of your thoughts. Yeah. And it's not always easy to put it into practice, but Mm -hmm. at least if you have this information and you are aware of this, it's much easier to, to realize when it's happening, no? And to stop it. Yeah. Because I, I know so many people who are always stressed. They get frustrated with any silly things that happens to them. And it's because they are letting their mind uh, send all these uh, negative messages. And they are yeah. just being controlled by them. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. And here's an extract that uh, talks a little bit about that. Um, let's see. I've got my copy here. <laughs> So the single most vital step on your journey towards enlightenment is this. Learn to disidentify from your mind. Every time you create a gap in the stream of mind, the light of your consciousness grows stronger. One day you may catch yourself smiling at the voice in your head, as you would smile at the antics of a child. This means that you no longer take the content of your mind all that seriously as your sense of self does not depend on it. So yeah, that is, it's pretty interesting, isn't it? Yes. And, and something that used to happen to me a lot before I read this book was that I didn't seem to be relaxed uh, while I was in, in a specific moment. Like Mm -hmm. for example, I couldn't lay on a beach uh, and relax there for hours. I was always thinking, 
I have to do something or thinking of what's next or maybe yeah. my mind was was still somewhere else mm-hmm. if I went on holidays. You were thinking about yesterday. But my mind was still on my routine, uh, on my normal daily life. And, yes. and I don't know, I just couldn't uh, stay there and stop thinking about anything else mm-hmm. and enjoy myself. Or sometimes maybe I was... I was planning some. I was planning to do something, and the moment I I finally came to do that thing, mm-hmm. while I was doing that thing, I was still thinking about uh, something else. So, yes. like for example, you say, "Oh, let's go, let's go for lunch," and then you are having lunch, but you are thinking, "Oh, should we do this after lunch? And and should we go here tomorrow? And yes. and maybe after that we do this." And this happened all the time, and yes, and yeah. I think, "What? This is crazy now." If I'm having lunch, I'm having lunch yes. and I'm enjoying every moment of it. And my mind is just there yes. in that moment. Yes, it's very important because, yeah, if you go for lunch and you're thinking about what you're going to do after lunch, you're not enjoying the present moment. You're not enjoying your lunch. Yeah. However, then you like thinking about this past moment as if it was a really enjoyable time. You know, like, oh, do you remember when we had lunch yeah. at this place? It was so lovely. Yeah. And you seem to enjoy the moment more than in the future no and <laughs> yeah yeah than in the present it's very strange yes and and if you're having lunch and you're not in the moment then you can look down at your plate and all the food is gone and you've eaten it all and you didn't even realize because you weren't in the moment and you didn't enjoy it <laughs> well you need to practice more of this because every time we eat i look at your plate and it's empty yes. two minutes later <laughs> yeah it is difficult yeah but for example, also, yeah, things like, uh, like, yeah, having a shower, riding your bike, uh, going for a walk. Yes. It's just so nice to mm, try to try stay to in the moment. keep your mind in blank. Mm-hmm. And when you are in the shower, instead of being thinking, Oh, I have to cook dinner, go to bed, whatever. Go yeah, tomorrow I have an important meeting. Tomorrow I have to do this and this. Oh, what a, oh, que stress, que stress, no? Yes. Just to stay there, close your eyes and just feel the water. You don't, you are not conscious. You don't even feel the water going down your body, the temperature. Yeah. The relaxation. Yeah. Or, or when you're, for example, going up some stairs. Going where? Going up some stairs. Ah, going up the stairs. Mm. Yeah. I find after reading this book, I try to make sure that I'm staying in the moment while I'm going up the stairs and feel, <laughs> feel my legs working yeah. and maybe even mm. count the stairs. Um. <laughs> <laughs> count the stairs? Yeah. Mm. Okay, um, I will try that. <laughs> yeah, because when you're going up some stairs, relaxing. Usually, usually your mind is in the future. When you're going up some stairs, no, because it's not a very nice activity. Mm, but I find when I am exercising, uh, I find it easier to stay in the present moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going for a run, then yeah, running is like meditation. Mm. But going up some stairs, maybe you're just coming home. We don't have a lift here, so we have to go <laughs> up the stairs every day. We live on the third floor with no <laughs> lift, and so it's just it's just one of the things you can do to try and stay in the moment and be conscious of the present moment instead of spending 99% of your time in the future or in the past. Mm, Yeah, and I like it when I am on my bike. I think I read it in the book or somewhere. Yeah, just try to focus on the movement of the bike, 
the sound of the wheels spinning. And yeah, the wind in your hair. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> enjoy yeah. the moment. And uh, an important point that Eckhart Tolle makes in the book is that um, the past and the future don't exist, really, in reality. Um, this is quite deep, but uh, the only thing that really exists is the present moment. If you think about the future, it doesn't exist because it's not here yet. The future is just in your mind. It's just an, an imaginary situation in the future. It doesn't exist. And the past is a recreation of events that that happened, but it's not It's not real. You can't touch it. So the present moment is all you, you have. Yes. He says that time is an illusion. Mm-hmm. It's true. If you think any anything that has ever happened to you, the moment that that happened was the present, was yes. the now. And everything that will happen to you in the future, it will happen to you in that specific in, day and time. And it in, will always be the present. It will happen, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. so, wow. Great discovery in this, in this podcast, no? Yeah. Past and future doesn't exist. exist. <laughs> Past and future doesn't exist. <laughs> yes. Wow, that's uh, this is deep. This is heavy stuff. But our listeners are going to say, "What are these yeah. crazy people trying to tell us?" If you, <laughs> yeah, they might think that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it takes a while to actually understand it because um, the first time I read the book, I was a bit confused, and then I listened to it, the audio version, and I understood it a bit better. And I think but it's a book you need to read more than once. Definitely. It's written in a, like a conversational style, isn't it? Between, mm. between a, a learner and a, and the teacher, Eckhart Tolle. Mm. Um, so there are questions asked and then Eckhart Tolle answers the questions. Yeah. He gives you examples. And also something that I really like is that after some uh, specific lesson that maybe will take you a little yeah. while to understand, there mm. is a symbol before you start reading the next paragraph and this symbol means that you need to stop for a moment and think about what you've just read yeah. or heard in the audio version there's like a chime yeah that you hear and Eckhart Tolle was um, very depressed in his life before he wrote this book and he was going through depression he was almost suicidal oh and um, he said to himself one day I can't live with myself anymore I can't live with myself and in that moment he realized that there must be two of him the self and the I no? and so he realized that there was more to him than his mind it was like he was born again he began to see the world in a, in a different way mm. through different eyes and everything looked different and he felt extremely happy and uh, then he decided to write this book and he became a spiritual teacher yeah I think that's what it's all about seeing the world uh, from a different perspective and and you can also see with when there is a, a problem uh, when something bad happens to you yeah. you can see that different people act in different ways mm -hmm. yeah? some people take it very seriously and they let their problem be stuck in their mind and instead of focusing on the solution they just think about the negative aspect and some other people are able to clear their thoughts and mm -hmm. think on how to 
to solve the problem and yeah teaches you not to cry over spilt milk <laughs> no llorar sobre leche derramada yeah it teaches you as well to accept uh, I have some quotes here maybe I can read them yeah for you Philip yeah this one is very good it says the primary cause of unhappiness It's never the situation, but your thoughts about it. Mm -hmm. So this is what we just said now. Yes. And I, I think um, he mentions how in any situation, there are three things you can do. You can accept the situation. It is what it is. And just accept it. Don't fight it. Or you can remove yourself from the situation. So go somewhere else. And, <laughs> and you won't have to deal with it. Or you can take some action and change the situation mm -hmm. yeah. to make it better for you. Yeah, this is uh, something that happens every day to everyone. We are always complaining about things, but yeah. then we don't do anything about them. So if you are not happy with something, if you cannot change it, then accept it. It yeah. will be better than being trying to fight mm -hmm. or yeah, leave or do something to change it but don't just stay there complaining that's not going to help yes. help you at all yeah and then another quote uh, he says accept then act whatever the present moment contains accept it as if you had chosen it mm. always work with it not against it then you will look at it in a very different perspective wouldn't you yeah yeah although i suppose it's very difficult to To do this in the, in the real life, no? Like if your car gets smashed yeah. and you, <laughs> you, instead of getting stressed and very angry, you will accept it as if you had chosen to, yes, to smash your car. <laughs> yeah. It's difficult, really difficult to actually put it into practice. I mean, in moments when there is a crisis or there's a lot of stress, or something bad happens, then this is is when it's very difficult to stay in the moment and try not to be taken over by your mind. I think for me, one of the most valuable lessons I learned from the book was um, related to what Eckhart Tolle says about waiting, you know, when you have to wait for something. Many people really hate waiting, and I'm definitely one of these people who for example if the traffic light is red and I I have to go I want to go somewhere and the traffic lights are red I feel very stressed but you are I'm, English queuing is the national sport yes but still I feel so stressed in these situations where I have to wait I don't <laughs> want to wait for anything I'm so impatient in queues <laughs> or at traffic lights But uh, Eckhart Tolle says that waiting, basically what it means is that you're not happy with the present moment and you want to be in the future. You want to be somewhere else. You don't want to be in the present moment. And he says in the book, why not just enjoy the present moment when you're waiting? Why not just look around, breathe and enjoy the present moment? And for me, this was uh, really an interesting way to to think about it to think about waiting so i've been trying to do that when i'm in a queue it's not always easy not always possible to do but i try to just 
observe my thoughts while I'm in a queue and waiting for somebody to <laughs> to buy their bread. But then this is uh, what people will look at you and you are there so happy and relaxed, they will try to jump the queue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's what happens. Yeah, it's very, very <laughs> annoying here in Spain. They don't know how to queue. They all just try and push in front of you. Even if you have a ticket with a number, they still push in front of you. That's what happened to me in the post office the other day. But um, going back to what Eckhart Tolle says about waiting, he says, so next time somebody says to you, oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. Sorry to keep you waiting. You can reply to them and say, don't worry, I wasn't waiting. I was just standing here enjoying myself. <laughs> and <laughs> That's really good, but... Uh... Imagine the other person's face, like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's a different way to, to look at it. And it's mm. it's much, much better way to to see the world and to to react to these situations. Yeah, because you have to wait anyway. There's nothing you can do. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, if you can push in and no one notices, yeah, you can do that. But yeah. if you the situation is there, there's nothing you can do. So accept it and try to enjoy it instead of fight it. Don't fight the situation. Don't give yourself grey hairs. Mm. And, <laughs> and just enjoy every moment. So we hope this uh, doesn't sound too crazy for you. And we hope that you might like to read this book. Highly recommend it. You can read it, order it on Amazon. Or um, you could listen to the audio version as well from audible.com. And the book is in, is in English, of course. Um, but you could read it maybe in Spanish first and then read it in English. Yeah, in Audible they have it uh, in Spanish and, and in English, but also in many libraries on the internet because this book has been translated into 33 languages. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, it's wow. very, very popular. So yeah, definitely. I think you should you should try because you can only get uh, positive things from it. It might. I think it has changed my life definitely. a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely changed mine. And there is a sequel to the book. I, I haven't read it yet, but I've heard it's even better than this one. There is what? Sorry. There's a sequel. What's the sequel? The next book. Hmm. So wow. I think it's called a New Earth. I'm not sure. So okay. anyway, thanks for listening to this podcast. We hope that you aren't to sleepy <laughs> <laughs> yes and uh, enjoy the book and we'll see you next time thanks for listening thank you and remember to stay in the present moment yes concentrate on your breathing <sighs> maybe we should do some meditation now Isabel just um, stay in the present moment I think they are sleeping already yeah <sighs> Okay, thank okay. you. Thank you for listening. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Hey, how's it going? No has entendido todo? No problem. Hemos creado para ti las worksheets. Son PDFs que van con cada capítulo, diseñado para ayudarte a mejorar tu inglés de la forma más fácil y natural. Cada worksheet contiene la transcripción completa, 
todo el vocabulario clave, las frases, ejercicios y más para que saques el máximo partido de cada capítulo. Para conseguirlas, visita nuestra tienda en amigosingleses.com.